Everybody, out a minute. Howdy, y'all. Welcome to the old watering hole. What'll it be? Oh, sorry, pal. We must be in the wrong place. Told you we should have taken a left after the elevators. Now we're on a trip for plankton biscuits. Don't try and put this on me. Those are the boss's directions. Verbatim. You know how she gets when we deviate. Yeah, but she must have steered us wrong somehow. I can't blame her the car to a more tangled than a plate of Cryptidian linguine. I'd like to get a few minutes alone with the smart heads who put this place together. No fool. Hey, maybe you can help us out here, sport. We're looking for some place called the Electric Egg. Oh, yeah, no, this is the egg. We're just the watering hole third cycle Tuesdays for our country and western spiral arm night. Oh, okay. okay. In that case, we'll have a Solaris sunrise. Easy on the Midori. Hold the cherry. Um, okay, so one Solaris Sunrise? Coming right up. Hey, check out the stage. Isn't that a certain 12-armed business associate Sticky Pete Fillmore? Yeah, <laughs> the guy who got Pete Zotz to the musicians in here. Hey, he's not half bad. We'll definitely need to introduce ourselves. And there you go. Anything else I can get for you tonight? Something off the grill? We've got the chicken fried foop steak on special tonight if you folks metabolize carbohydrates. Maybe later. Here's for the drink and your trouble. Keep the change. Okay, thank you. Uh, uh, thank you kindly, partner. Pa partners. That, that's mighty generous of you. Think nothing of it. Can you do us a favor, though? We're actually looking for the owner of this fine establishment. Chip? Sure, he's around here somewhere. You want me to go get him? That'd be great. We're gonna make him an offer. He can't refuse. I'll just go see if I can rustle him up. <laughs> you do that. Just remember, we're, we're gonna, gonna make, make him an, an offer. offer. He, he can't, can't refuse. refuse. Okay then, <laughs> y'all just Belly up to the bar, and I'll be back in two shakes of a Jovian lariat. <laughs> hey, Bubbles, you seen Jip around? Not since we laughed at his chaps. He's probably still sulking in his office. Okay, I gotta get him out here. Can you keep an eye on that shady two-headed character over at the other end of the bar? The jobby the size of a helium freighter in the zoot suit? I already got my secondary skin is locked on him. Yeah? Are they packing? Nah, nothing more lethal than a breath mint. Why? What they do? Nothing yet, but they're asking for Chip. And their exact words were, we're going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Yikes, that can't be good. They really said that? Twice. Like, once with each head, or...? And this time, you're getting a swat. Cause I've been I'm your number one buckaroo, Dean Mallory, and with me, as always, is the best slide this side of Andromeda, the one and only Baronet of Base, the fusion-fueled Fleasborp. Look out now, because this Zibodont is his own posse. <laughs> the one, the only, the incomparable Stops. Wonderful. Terrific. 
Taking a little break now, y'all, but stick around. We'll be back after we whet our whistles to keep this hootin' nanny going. Hey, D, I got a vague. All right, see you in 20. Don't bet on it. There's some zoos parked at the stick that are tweaking to break all my arms and they beeped my silhouette, you chum me? Uh, not quite. Can you unpack that a little? That's a no-can-do, Clutcher. Stops is packing it up. Wait, what? Stops. I'm gonna see you back here after the break though, right? Right? Time to make some devious sausage. Oh, frill me. Oh, excuse me. My bad. Oh, that one has a mind as well. Uh, excuse me. Make way, Zoo. Make way. Chorp! Just a minute. Yeah, Stops, what's up? My number, man. Something's got a hold on me and ooh. It must be karma. Relax. There's still some emergency peanut brittle left in the jar. Just grab a quick bite and get back out there. No, man, I am fully tiled, but the void is encroaching on Big Panther teeth. So it's been a hop and a half, but it's time to booge, boss man. Pay me, don't delay me. Look, I don't have time for this right now. I've got my own problems. Whatever's gotten under your carapace, if you're still seeing it at the end of your set, we can talk, okay? But Check that! At set's end, that zoot suit at the bar is going to turn me into a delicious meat paste. Stops is out. Check, please. What? Oh, for, get in here. Sounds like your problems are actually his problems, boss. Of course they are. Everyone's problems end up my problems. All right, Stops. Tell me why you think this goon, these goons, the... The menace in question is here for you. And scrape the varnish off the verbiage, yeah? Just this once, I would love an explanation I can understand without a concordance. Right, right, okay. So, here's the slice. I've been yonked ever since I yelped on that bookings order to the musicians union. He was small potatoes, but the syndicate likes its starch, you dig? A lot of those dudes are connected. I thought maybe I was out of the toroid though, cause they wouldn't put a vaunch on me over such a little fish. But I was wrong, and now the sharks are circling. That suit says syndicate no matter how many heads are coming out of it. And snitches end up in ditches, Jorp. They are no schnets looking to do me a violence. So Stops has got a scoot. Sayonara, see you tomorrow. And by tomorrow, I mean never, because this club hopper is going to hide in a black hole and pull the event horizon in after him. Okay. I actually got most of that. Thanks. Shit. All right, don't flip your giz yet. We don't actually know the syndicate sent that palooka. They could be freelance. And anyway, that business with the fake bookings was almost a year ago. It's not like you keep a low profile. If the syndicate was looking to spike your spiracles, they could have come for you anytime they wanted. Uh, boss, if reassuring was what you were aiming for, you might want to adjust that a few degrees. Like, 180, I'm just saying. Look, I can handle this. Just don't get paranoid on me, either of you. They came here asking for me, right? No mention of any Zibidons with extremely poor long-term planning skills. Sure, but- So there you go. Probably nothing to do with you, Stops. Yeah, but- Listen, I've been around the sector a few times, all right? This isn't my first Chisel Bob rodeo. I wouldn't have lasted that long if I didn't know how to handle some tough guy. Trying to muscle in on my business. Okay, uh, but- It'll be fine. 
come on. Don't be a couple of cry pupas. Get back out there and get to work. They said they were going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <gasps> they said that? Twice. Like once with each head or? Those were the exact words. An offer I can't refuse? Definitely. And it's really happening. Shit. Okay, I've got this. Stops, what I need you to do right now is relax. Just foob out here in my office for a while until I can find out for sure what this is about. But you don't leave this room until I personally open that door, understand? If you finish the brittle, there's a case of Buckeyes in the closet I was saving for your hatching day. I'm vertical. Not opening that door for nobody, no when, no how. Pun, I need you to put in a call to John B and then get back behind the bar. Try to allocate all of the really combustible spirits into your speed rack, but be subtle about it, okay? Make like a ninja. Like, disguise myself as a gardener? I'm already wearing overalls. I guess I could get a hat or something. What? No! Just be unobtrusive. Don't draw attention to yourself. We need to be smart about this. Gotcha. What do you want Sean B for? Seltzer's working fine for once. I want him for backup. Are we talking about the same person? The human with the unfortunate complexion and two tiny little noodle arms? The human with the huge buff girlfriend who's in charge of the entire sanitation department. Oh. Hopefully we won't need any muscle. But if we do, sanitation is who I want on our side. What? Nurka! Activate protocol precinct 13. Password, Napoleon. Initiating lockdown sequence? All right, so far. Let's go. Uh, boss, what exactly is happening? Something I knew would happen one day. The day every bar owner fears. We're out of lines? Worse. This isn't just your standard shakedown. Those are real bad guys with actual bad intentions. Sopan, organized crime has finally come for the electric egg. Gemini Collision Works presents Life with Althor, Season 2, Episode 15, A Simple Game of Supernova. No, what I said is she's playing dumb. Oh, Althor is not familiar with this game of dumb. What are the goals and regulations, please, friend John? How many players can partake? Uh, no, it's not a game. Or, well, in a way, I guess it's a game you play by yourself. <gasps> Amar has encountered the concept of playing with yourself, but would this not have been considered inappropriate for televisual broadcast in the early 21st century? Uh, no, you got that right. It's not that kind of playing, either. Playing dumb is like, uh, like playing a part. Pretending you don't know what's going on. Ah, deception! This kind of play seems very popular indeed among humans. It is frequently causing the misunderstanding during the studies of Althar. And then Althar is not having to play at dumb. His lack of comprehension is most genuine. <laughs> but this is only part of the most satisfying accomplishment of cultural understanding. And this televisual program has been of much instruction for Althar. The 
various human methods of deception are on full display among the characters of this mysterious island. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Oh, yes, very much so. This suggestion of friend John has provided much of both information and entertainment. Other is most appreciative. And now that Other has finished logging his latest observations in his human culture database, he is prepared to consume the next episode. If friend John is ready. Sure, let me just. Oh, uh, one sec. Hello? Hey, John! Uh. Can you get down here ASAP? Chip needs you for... something. What, the CO2 again? You need to call W... Uh, you need to call the office. HF's on duty right now. Yeah, no, it's something completely else. Really, really else. I, um... I don't want to get into it on the phone, but we could use your help. We've got a potentially lethal situation going on. More lethal than the seltzer machine? I'm afraid so. Wow. Okay, but why call me? I'm just a mechanic. Yeah, but you've got a great, uh, you've got, you know, qualities that can help uh, diffuse the situation. The situation, which is... Serious. Uh-huh. I'm never going to find out what this is about without going up there, am I? Nope. Okay, what Frid? Now you've piqued my curiosity. I'll see you in a few. You're a lifesaver, B. Sorry, Althar. Looks like we'll have to continue the Lost Marathon later. I'm going to go see what kind of catastrophe they've got brewing at the egg. Please exercise caution, friend John. The indulgence of curiosity can lead to great peril. As with Boone's investigation of the abandoned beach craft and subsequent fall from the cliffside. Althar, that's just a show. You don't have to take it so seriously. Besides, this is the fairgrounds. You can get into plenty of peril here just minding your own business. Good evening, fairgrounds residents. This is your recreation director bot. Sign up sheets for the upcoming Oceans of Earth Wave-a-thon have been posted in all public baths and in a for those wishing to sign up, please make sure that your mass and volume are entered accurately. Buoyancy doesn't give a good goddamn about vanity, and Archimedes wasn't just an owl. That is all. First of all, I have no idea what you're talking about. All I did was introduce myself. And I didn't listen. I don't know your name. And by the way, once you're gone, you were never here. How about a drink on the house? Calm down, pal. You got nothing to worry about. Worry? Who's worried? I'm not worried. I'm just a friendly guy. I like to make people feel welcome. And I always say, nothing says welcome like a free drink. Right, Sopon? Right, boss. Mr. Frinkle. All we want from you is a moment of your time, and I'm sure you're gonna like what we have to say. Is there maybe some place here a little more amenable to a business discussion? You see, we'd like to make you an offer. An offer? Yes, one you won't be able to refuse. <sighs> if, if you, you know, know what's, what's good, good for you. And we're sure you do. You're a savvy businessman, isn't he, Frankie? 
throw things to. I could tell as soon as I walked in the place, this guy's really on the ball. And that's how we know you're going to want to listen real carefully to what we have to say. Uh, thanks. Okay, why don't you take a seat in that booth over in the empty corner-ish area? That'll give us a little more privacy. I'll just grab us some cocktails real quick. Bubbles! Hmm? How about one of those specialty drinks? One Napalm Nebula coming up. You sure about this, boss? Hey, better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it, right? Just remember to pour gently, Bubbles, and for the love of all that's holy, mm-hmm. don't shake it yet. If I can talk my way out of this, great. But if things go Wittershins, I'm going to do a table presentation. And hopefully those reinforced booth walls will keep the blast contained. At least enough that I'll still have something approximating a bar afterwards. Now if John B. shows up... We send him over to your table? Right. And if you see me straining this into a flaming champagne flute... Under the ice well. Exactly. All right. Here goes nothing. Excuse me? Just, uh... Well, watch the shaker! Gonna just slow it down. Where are you, John? Ah! So, here I am, gentlefolk. Let's hear it. Sincere thanks for your time. Will only be a moment, and I really think you'll like what we have to say. It's, it's going, going to, to be, be an offer. That I can't refuse? I'm just itching to hear you out. Can't wait. But why don't I pour you one of our specialty cocktails before we get started? I'm sure you'll get a kick out of it. Maybe later, Mr. Frinkle. We already had a pot at the bar while we were waiting for you. And, you know, we like to keep a clear head when we're talking business. Sure, sure, but hey, it's not like you're going to get in trouble with corporate for drinking on the job, is it? I mean, who's going to report you to HR? Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Still, we'll wait until our business is concluded if it's all the same to you. Of course, of course. But uh, you don't mind if I have one. Ooh, fancy glassware. How's it catch on fire like that? Trick of the trade. Well, it looks like I'm gonna be doing some remodeling. Hey, Chip. Silpon said you needed me for something? John B. John John B. B. That's right. John Clutcher Flotting B. And if you think he's gonna get pushed around by a couple of syndicate hyper-gorillas, then you just don't know John B. We don't. At all. Oh. Chip, what's going on? What does he do? Is he gonna try and toss us out of here? With those tiny little noodle arms? Because I could use a laugh. Oh yeah? Well, I'll have you know that those noodle arms spend a lot of time wrapped around the head of sanitation. Yeah, that's right. You try to put the screws on me and my close personal friend, John B. here, and you'll have a couple dozen sanitation commandos crawling up your air shaft quicker than you can say French-Canadian bean soup. What? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Frankel, you've got entirely the wrong idea. (laughs) We want to run a legitimate business proposition by you. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think we were here for? You think we're here to break some legs? <laughs> He's got a zipping on working here. I take all week. 
<laughs> Mr. Frinkle, are we hiding laser pistols by the toilet tank now? You own a prize-winning Pegasoid? <laughs> you were maybe expecting to find its head on a pillow? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you're really not here to shake me down? Shake him down! <laughs> shake him down! Like there's anything to shake out of the fairgrounds. <laughs> As if this reward ratios just got tossed out the airlock. We're business beings, Mr. Frinkle. It's the profit in shaking down a microcredit outfit like this. No offense. Or maybe this dive is a little more macro than we thought. Maybe we should take a little look at the books while we're here. Aha, uh, 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 nope. Strictly small change. Barely out of the red most cycles. Hospitality's a tough business. You know how it is. We, we do. do. So, if this isn't a shakedown, um, what are you here for? Not country western night. We keep telling you it's business, Mr. Frankel. Can, Can we, we call, call you, you Chip? Chip. <laughs> Well, I couldn't stop you if I wanted to, could I? Ha ha. Ha ha, you could not. Chip, we've actually been expanding one of our more officially sanctioned enterprises, and the electric egg has come to our attention as an ideal potential location. Uh huh. Location for what, exactly? Billiards, Chip. The Gentle Beings game, a mainstay of drinking parlor throughout the galaxy. Well, soon to be a mainstay throughout the galaxy. We've mostly stuck to the Kakistos before now, but we're in over 3,000 establishments out there, and let me tell you, the margins on this are incredible. In another hundred years, who knows? Billiards could be humanity's most famous contribution to galactic culture. Which, let's face it, is a lot better than what you know for now. We've got the demographic receipts right here. If you'll just take a look at these hollow charts. See, Billiards is a hit with almost every orthid of the entertainment-seeking public. Check it out, great cross-species appeal. Doesn't matter how many arms, tentacles, or pseudopods you got, if you can hold a stick, you can play. And as we can see, you cater to a real interstellar crowd in here, Chip. Just take a look at these profit projections. Here, I'll project them. Wow. That's... That is impressive, but... And there's even more avenues of profit potential. League nights, tournaments... A, a table, table would, would look great right over right there, there by the Algerian Ivy feature. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a bad idea to me, Chip. I'd definitely be into it anyway. My granddad used to have this table in his basement. I loved it as a kid. See, John B. agrees. And he's John Clutch of Flooding B. He sure is. And that's seriously all you want. To put in a pool table? What about stops? Who? The, uh, Sibidon, who was up on stage earlier. Oh, he's a real talent. We were just saying so, weren't we, Frankie? Sure thing, Stu. There's some reason we should be interested in him, Chip? Nope. No, uh, he just got it in his head. He might have annoyed some friends of yours. He gets funny ideas sometimes. PB Junkie, you know how it is. We do, Chip. 
but we're not interested in your employees' personal lives. Like I said, we're simple business beings. All we want from you is permission to install one of our pool tables. We get a percentage off the table, you get the rest, plus an almost guaranteed increase in drink sales. And if it doesn't pan out, we can always pull the table, no problem. At our expense. Well, it is tempting. Do you mind if I have my attorney look over the contract first? We, we do. do. No contracts, Chip. Our word is our bond. Right. We wouldn't be where we are today if we got a reputation for bunko. That's the kind of thing you don't come back from, Chip. Uh-huh. Did I show you the five-year projections yet? Here, take a look. Wow. Just what kind of a percentage are we talking here? I knew you'd see reason, Chip. All right. I'm in. Listen, John. Thanks for coming. But it looks like I won't need you after all. Why don't you go grab yourself a drink on the house while I hammer out the details with my new partners here? Oh, and while you're over there, could you do me one more favor? Tell Sopan we'll need some chilled shot glasses and the blast containment bucket at table 13, stat. I'd say this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me in here, but that's not even remotely close to being true. Less talking, more walking, John. This shaker's supposed to be pretty durable, but I don't know how far we can push it. Oh, and if you can't find them, they're probably hiding under the ice well. Attention all Fairgrounds residents. The final schedule for the much-anticipated Wave-a-thon has been posted on Hacknet. As always, all events do require prior registration so those of you who have yet to secure a place in your desired competition are up the creek. Do not come up the actual creek as it is being used as a staging area for the boogie board blowout. And remember, attendance at all wave events will require a flotation device compliant with current ICSB buoyancy standards. This will be your final reminder. Alkalidians or other beings unwilling or unable to participate in aquatic activities may be interested in the following events. A demonstration of Mebsutin barbecue techniques in the ultra-thermal rumpus room at 1140. Dynamic entropy yoga at 1515 in the Yod 14 Sports Center. Or for you hustlers of the galaxy, the Electric Egg in Lamed 3 will be hosting their first Billiards League night what? tomorrow night at 2330. And that's a rumble nobody can cool. That is all. You all heard that, right? An announcement of a no-be-damned billiards event on my station? We heard it, but I don't see what the problem is. The table must have come in with that shipment of Frinkles that got flagged yesterday. I knew he wasn't taking delivery of 290 kilos of beer nuts, but a Pool table of all things. Unbelievable. There may be simple explanation. Perhaps Billiards League is merely name of newest bar band to be featured in facile entertainment spectacle for bourgeois clientele. 
Stalinbot, that is the stupidest possible explanation you could... Hang on. This is the fairgrounds. The stupidest possible explanation is usually right. For all... Please tell me there's a band named Billiards League playing the electric egg. Alas not, sir. Damn it! I don't suppose there's even a stupider reason they'd be announcing something that sounds deceptively like a billiards night? I'm afraid the least absurd explanation is, in this singular case, correct. Mr. Frinkle has indeed installed a pool table in the electric egg. Damn it! We had an entire conversation about this when he moved in, and he agreed with me that those things are nothing but trouble. Or at least he pretended to. We drank to it. He cheersed me. And he even did that knocking on the bar thing before we threw them back. It's nothing sacred to that smart head. Can't you just tell him to take it out? Unfortunately for the commander's blood pressure, Amber, she has very little say over the internal operation of the electric egg, as it is legally considered a part of the Zibidont Imperium. As long as the rent is paid and CHIP adheres to all relevant ICSB treaties governing Zibidont human relations, he is more or less free to do as he pleases within its demean. Subject to the whims of the Baronet of Kandifa'a, of course. Who? Stops. The Fleasborp guy? Uh, Commander, why should you oppose this table? How much trouble can be caused by one little game? Spoken like someone who's never broken up a bar fight. Commander, I think Stalinbot's right. A pool table doesn't seem really dangerous. I mean, compared to the rest of the fairgrounds? Have none of you seen the havoc that can ensue from a simple five-credit wager between two inebriated life forms? It's all fun and games until someone throws a cue ball through the antique French mirror. Uh, And now we see the truth. Like any capitalist, the commander cares only for the decadent trappings of wealth. What is a mirror weight against a worker's enjoyment of a simple game of skill with their fellows after a day's honest labor? It was 3,700 credits worth of garnished pay for me is what it was. And it was pure dumb luck it was a mirror and not someone's skull. Bah! Skulls! More diversionist human shepucha. Commander? I still don't understand what's so bad about pool. I mean, people can bet on anything? They can, Amber, and they certainly do. But there's just something about a pool table that gets a human's blood boiling quicker than an express trip out an airlock. Strictly speaking, Commander, and I want to stress that I mention this purely in the interest of accuracy, foosball tables cause more assaults per capita galaxy-wide than any other form of gaming equipment, and the fairgrounds does maintain its fair share of those. True, Frawl, but I'm not in charge of the entire galaxy, thank Rogar for small favors. I'm in charge of this wretched little corner of human space. And humans plus pool equals trouble. Commander, did something terrible happen to you at a pool game? Did your parents lose your house betting on pool? Or do you just hate fun things? Let's just say I spent the first part of my career stationed on the rough side of the Kuiper belt, and I saw firsthand what kind of element a billiards table brings in. Those were crazy times, Commander. What? You weren't even there. (laughs) Wasn't I? Don't you start that again. 
My point is, once billiards comes into a bar, trouble always follows right on its green felted heels. Off-station jaspers. Stuck-up spacer boys. Not to mention supernova sharks. But this is the tea garden system? We're in the middle of nowhere? It is difficult to imagine Space Shark desperate enough to come so far, Commander. Like nobody wants to come out here? Ever? This is the fairgrounds? Exactly! This is the fairgrounds! Where everything that can go wrong will. And then, some things that can't. Althar, I'm home. Is the curtain shut? Yes, friend Don, Alvar is adequately concealed. And Alvar is very pleased that his dear friend has returned. Alvar is having a suggestion for the evening's activities. Would this perhaps be an appropriate occasion for the much-anticipated viewing of episode 27 of Lost? Oh, uh, not tonight, Althar, sorry. I was actually heading right back out. I'm meeting Stella at the egg later. Oh, but Althar is most anxious to solve the mystery of the postal bears, French John. How did they come to exist in a biome so unsuitable? And Althar longs also to continue his most profitable study of human deception activities. It is clear that Benjamin Linus is not to be trusted. Well, if you really can't wait, you can always just watch the next episode without me. I'll catch up later, or you could come along to the egg. Chip just put in a new pool table, so a few of us are getting together to shoot a couple games. Ah, is this table pool one of the aqueous festivities of the Wavathon? Alpha would very much wish to observe friend John, but he regrets that he has yet to obtain an ICSB-compliant device of flotation. This must be attended to with great haste. Oh, no, you don't need to bring anything. It's not that kind of pool. There's no water involved. Ah, and what is filling the pool instead, please, friend John? Nothing. Althar, it's a homonym. Oh. A pool table isn't filled with anything. It's a special kind of table, and the game you play on it is called pool. Make sense? Yes, French John, but all Hecknet search results for pool indicate aquatic recreation. Is there a word of greater specificity Althar can be using? Uh, sure. Try billiards? That should work. Billiards. This is the origin of the game of Supernova! Right. Pool is what humans called the original Earth version. Alvar has observed often the tournaments of Supernova, yet he was without knowledge of its relevance to his human cultural studies. What a humorous oversight! Alvar has enjoyed particularly the matches of the Magnosian Mantis. Such skill and poise! It is no wonder that she is the six-time galactic champion. Oh yeah, she's really something. I'm nowhere near that good, but hey, you don't have to win to have fun, right? I loved spending time at my grandpa's table as a kid, just rolling the balls to each other. Didn't even know any of the rules. Oh man, that was a beautiful table too. Vintage. Would probably have been worth a fortune if someone had checked it out. He actually left it to me in his will, but I was still a kid, so I didn't have anywhere to keep it. We had it in the garage for a while, but... Please pardon me interrupting, French John, but what is the will? Is this a form of shipping container? Uh, no. A will is like a declaration of what you want people to do with your stuff after you die. A legal document. Huh. And this will is required for all humans? 
Not required, but if you don't have one, your family usually ends up fighting over who gets what. Although if you do have one, they usually fight over who should have gotten what, so kind of a lateral move, I guess. Fascinating! Truly the complexities of human culture are both numerous and abstruse! Yeah, you're not wrong. Anyway, you couldn't play Supernova on that old analog table, but my dad liked to play a classic game called 8-Ball. Or at least for about three weeks he did. Apparently that was all my mom could take before she'd had enough of him carousing out there with his friends till the wee hours. So she decided that table had to go. The plan was to demolish it by stuffing the pockets with canisters of nitro napalmonade, but she miscalculated a little. Blew the entire garage into smithereens. Please be pardoning of her geographical ignorance, French John. Where is smithereens? Smithereens are very small pieces, Althar. Hmm. Teeny, tiny, charred little smoldering chunks. That's all that was left of Grandpa's pool table. And the garage. And a fair chunk of the yard. Not to mention my sister's bicycle. <laughs> but you can't blow memories up. My dad and I would still play pool from time to time at the local arcade. Maybe it reminded him of Grandpa, too. Oh! Is this a ritual of the father-son bondage? Bonding, Althar. Uh, please, please make a note of that one. Father-son bonding. Althar is doing so! Can the bonding be achieved with duct tape, as with so many of the repairs of friend John? This would seem to Elthar most inconvenient and sticky. Yeah, no, that's another metaphor. It's forming an emotional bond. When humans spend a lot of time together, they start to trust and like each other more. That's important for families, you know? Ah, then did friend John spend insufficient time in the company of his sister Susan? Uh, well, some humans are harder to bond with than others, I guess. Perhaps a mucilage or epoxy would assist in the process. <laughs> Pretty sure it would do the exact opposite. Listen, I'm gonna head out. Do you want to come with and see a game of pool in person? I'm no Magnosian Mantis, but it should be a good time. Other would indeed wish to observe the ancestral game of Friend John, but... But he is also filled with a very great desire to learn what is about to occur on the Island of Lust. The phenomenon of Richard's eye paint may perhaps be explained. Fair enough. You can check out the pool table another time. I'm sure it's not going anywhere. Have fun. It is preferable to consume the human televisual programs in the company of friend John, so that he may provide explanation for Elthar's many confusions. And also for the bonding. Hmm. Arthur could perhaps watch the next episode now, and then ask for explanation later, once Fred John has completed his gamings. Yes, Arthur will do so. But first he must endure the advertisement. Chagrin. Hey, bro! Are you the type of bro that likes to do bro stuff with your bros, bro? Sports! Woo! Then get ready for the most shocking adult beverage in the galaxy, bros. Shocked seltzer. It's in a can, so it looks like a beer. Doesn't taste like beer, Bromeliad. All flavors and colors used in Shock Seltzer are guaranteed 100% artificial. It tastes like anything we want it to. Sweet! 
Prepare your mouth or equivalent organ of liquid consumption for an experience that is electric. Shocked seltzer. Beer tastes like sad bread. I mean, I'll drink anything, bro. Party like you're sticking your finger in a light socket with the latest proof from the KCSG's Recreational Beverage and Industrial Lubricant Division. Shock Seltzer. The word brew in no way implies any form of organic chemical process. All shot seltzer flavors contain 0% dihydrogen monoxide. No crimes against sapiens have been committed during the production process. Just take our word for it. Funny little game. Of course it requires skill, but when you get down to it, it's all about confidence. You have to step up knowing you're going to make your shot. Not bad, Chip. I'm impressed. I'm starting to shake off the rust. It's been a few years. But it's just like riding a hoverboard, really. All right, D, you're up. Okay. Like this? Sort of. But don't grip too tightly with the backhand. Just slide the cue as smooth as you can. Imagine you're a gelatinoid who just climbed out of the clabbering pits. Zero friction, smooth, easy, confident. There you go, nice shot. Hey, I think I'm getting the hang of this. Maybe I'll try a real game after my set tonight. Then I hope you're EVA certified because this monument to bad decisions is going straight out the nearest airlock. Mindy! Don't you Mindy me. We had an agreement. We knocked shot glasses. Did you think I wouldn't remember? Okay. Don't mind me. I'm just gonna not be here now. Good luck, Chip. Commander. Circumstances have gotten a little more complicated since our previous discussion. Why don't you lose the security detail and we can just... Fall! I should have known. Of course you'd rat me out the first chance you got. Good evening, Mr. Frankel. Contrary to your assumption, I'm afraid I was deprived of the opportunity to observe the commander's reaction to the news of your latest installation, as she had already been informed of its existence by the Recreation Director Bot's announcement of your upcoming league night. Very unsporting of you. What? What announcement? Okay, who told Burroughs Bot about Billiards League? Sorry, boss. Vert! For the last time! I'm not your boss! Right, boss. <sighs> Sir, please be advised you are in violation of... Commander, what is he in violation of? A gentle being's agreement! That's, uh... That's not on the books, sir. Oh, now you care about that? Come on, Jones, damn it! There must be something you can charge him with. Commander... There are roughly 3,578 things Mr. Frankel could be charged with, at my latest estimate. Aha! As long as you're willing to incite a major diplomatic incident with the Zibidant Imperium. How major are we talking here? Somewhere between punitive sanctions and shooting war. Oh, by Simone's prickly papillae! Really, Commander, if you just let me explain... Explain what? Am I or am I not looking at a pool table? 
in your bar. A pool table that you smuggled onto the fairgrounds under my very nose. I didn't smuggle anything. Oh, I see. This thing just happened to find its way into a shipment of beer nuts? Is that what you expect me to believe? I actually had no idea it was in there. I wasn't expecting it until tomorrow, but they don't really stick to any schedule other than their own. Wait, the table's sentient? Then we got him! Sir, you are in violation of Section 12G Theta of the Inanimate Member Species Charter of the ICSB Cohabitation Code. Please step away from the being in question. It's not sentient! It's not sentient! Oh, nerds. I was talking about the organization that actually owns the table, the, uh, vendors? Sir, are you currently experiencing a medical issue? Uh, no. Uh, your left eye is twitching. It looks real uncomfortable. Do you require the assistance of a medbot? It's called winking. Jeez! Feigning injury is the oldest trick in the book, Frinkle, and it's not going to change my mind. I want this thing out of here, and I want it out now. It's been a few months since we've shot anything into orbit. Let's see if there are any comets buzzing the system we can use for target practice. Ness, get the hover sledge. Commander, you really, really don't want to do that. I promise. If you'll just join me in my office, I can explain everything, really. But this requires a certain amount of discretion, so if you could lose the security goons... All right. Fine. But this better be good. Back to the bridge, you two. But keep that sledge on standby. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Any chance of losing this misbegotten miasma while we're at it? Not a chance. Thrall isn't just my second in command. They're also a 27-dimensional lie detector, which means I'm definitely going to want them around for whatever cockamamie story you're about to lay on me. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's hear it. Okay. So the thing about this table, it isn't, strictly speaking, mine. And yet, it appears to be sitting in your bar. Funny that. Yeah, as part of a profit-sharing arrangement. With some people who can make a lot of trouble for all of us if they don't see their share of profit. In short, this table belongs to... The Syndicate. That's your brilliant defense. You're in bed with a mob... Uh, I didn't have a choice. See, Stops got frilled over by this con artist a while back, and he jettisoned that guy's pod to get himself off the hook with the musician's union. That, by all rights, should have earned him a dozen or so broken legs. But the syndicate are apparently willing to overlook that as long as we go along with this actually totally legit and above-board pool table deal. So I'm really sorry to go back on my word, but the table stays. Frawl? I can verify that Mr. Frinkle's explanation is entirely accurate, Commander. Thank you! With one exception. He is anticipating a sizable increase in drink sales as the result of the installation of the pool table, and is therefore not, in fact, sorry. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. Anyway, there you have it, Commander. I'm technically one of Stops' factota, so I couldn't lose a table even if I wanted to. Not without his say-so, and there's no way he's going to volunteer to get his carapace caved in. He's been pretty nerved out about the whole thing. So you say. I want to hear it from the Zibodonce mandibles. 
Commander, I don't believe the rest of this mission will require my further support, so with your permission, I'll be returning to the bridge. Yes, fine. Enjoy. Oh. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. All right, Frinkle, where is he? Ah, I think he's in my office right now, which, if you'll recall, is where I suggested we take this conversation in the first place. Talk to him as much as you want. No sombrero. What are you smirking about? You haven't won yet. If I get stops on my side, then that table's out of here quicker than you can say double cheeseburger. I'm just happy we're on our way to resolving this amicably, Commander. Can I get you anything to drink? No, I'm on duty and mad at you. Ah, scene stops. Just the sentient I wanted to see. Clickety-clack, my zoots. Clickety-clack. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. He's gonna be like this for a while. How much peanut butter did he have? I've never seen him this glitched. Is he going to get intelligible any time in this cycle? No way. You could check back next week, maybe. But you'd be wasting your time anyway. That table is the only thing keeping his acelli attached, which means it's here to stay. You're in the baronetcy of Candafa. Whatever the baronet says... So on water... Goes. <laughs> Stops! Focus for a minute. Can you do that for me? Locked in and pinned, shift of his soap. Were you or were you not forced to install a piece of recreational equipment by representatives of a loosely affiliated cadre of shady business beings? Como ça, what you say? Did the syndicate make you put in that pool table? It's a simple yes or no question. Oh, but like, it's a yes and no answer. You charm me? No, I don't. Okay. Gotta be scurried. Yeah? No. I think what he means is they didn't exactly force us, but they made a big point out of not forcing us, if you get my drift. And you can't cut off the heads because two grow back. Uh, I think you got the wrong end of the stick there, Stops. Not everyone with two heads is a hydroid. Why are you whispering? Them forked tongues. They can smell when you're squeaking. Scene stops. There's no need for you to cave into these gangsters' threats. I can have a security detail lined up for you by this time tomorrow if you'll just... There is no tomorrow. It's all spinning right now, man. Stars, lights, words, vibes, it's all soap. And the the water goes... What? I think what our duo-deca-dexterous friend here is trying to say 
is that the fairground security are a pile of clown shoes and he wouldn't trust them to protect him from a goose down custard. And really, can you blame him? That's not... Okay, that's actually a pretty generous assessment, but... Honestly, Commander, I'm just as frustrated as you are. Put yourself in my grav boots for a second. I just had to redo half the lighting out there, plus reinforce the floor panels, not to mention all the tables I lost renovating the gentle being's parlor. With only a couple cycles notice, this hasn't exactly been a walk in the hydroponic park. And you're telling me you tried to talk shops out of this? Hey, if you don't believe me, ask him yourself. No, Soapbrero. Right. Listen to me, Chip. That table is bad news. You know what's worse news? Getting the attention of the Syndicate. You've been lucky so far out here in the ass end of human space, but if you want my advice... I don't! You should learn from our bad example and stay under their radar. Coco's Wiggly Whiskers! All right, fine. Keep your stupid table, but don't you dare come crying to me when this thing blows up in your face. Probably literally. You won't hear a peep out of us, Commander. Beep. I mean it. I don't care what planet we're technically on right now. Hotlanta! I can still hold the Baronet liable for any damages to the station, and believe me, I will. If I hear about so much as a single throne fist, I'll... What about horizontal wheels, Mindy-san? They don't slow, we rotate together. Right. And Chip, this goes without saying, but no money on that table. Ever. I'm not even close to kidding about this. Money. On the... Oh, you have nothing to worry about, Commander. There's no gambling in the electric egg. That's right. There's no gambling in the electric egg. Ah, come on, Commander. Just what kind of clip joint do you think I'm running here? I'll tell you sometime when I've got a spare couple of hours and a good supply of throat lozenges. Mindy-san, don't chop the business, man. You got to business the chorp. Oh, I'll business the chorp, all right. No incidents, you hear me? We get a single enforcement call over this pool table, and I'll have this place crawling with security goons 28-7. Am I understood? I promise you'll have nothing to worry about. Don't make me regret the sprinkle. I'll be checking up on you personally. Unannounced. You're always welcome at the Electric Egg, Mindy. And hey, maybe we could even get in a game or two. I could give you a few pointers. (laughs) I wouldn't even let you hold my cue. That went pretty well, all things considered. I remember the look on his face. It was all lips and teeth. (laughs) Hey, stops. I'm actually a little worried about you this time. Maybe you need to take a break from the fast breaks, yeah? Life is best medium rare, Chorp. Can't argue with that. Morning, kid. Love the shades. Trying out a new look? Uh, not exactly. Trying not to lose my breakfast is more like it. Althar's latest smorgasbord isn't sitting right, huh? (laughs) What was it today? No, it's not Althar's fault. The eggs Callistoine with anti-gravlocks were amazing as usual. I just kind of overdid it last night. 
Uh, speaking of which, do you mind if I turn off the fluorescence? No problem. Uh, but as uh, far as corporate's concerned, you've got a cold, right? Right. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I got you covered. I got ibuprofen and acetaminophen and triopenin. And there's some aspirin, too, if you want to go old school. And take some of these vitamin C12 gummies while you're at it. Then you want to follow it up a half hour later with a few of the riboflavin pastilles and a bottle of plutonium electrolyte infusion. Then 40 minutes after that, you take these copper ear clamps and then- I'm just gonna stick with the ibuprofen and plenty of water, thanks. Have it your way. What had you partying so hard last night? Special occasion? No, there's a pool league starting up at the Electric Egg and we're putting together a team. We ended up going pretty late. Do you play? Me? <laughs> no. But I love watching the championships on ISSBN late night. That Mantis, she's really something. Never misses a shot. And can she put him away? Yeah, she's kind of the face of the sport. And with the Magnosian, that's a lot of face. Hang on. Billiards is a sport now? When was it not? It requires coordination, mental focus, uh, performance under pressure. Yeah, so does playing the bagpipes. Have you ever seen anybody break a sweat playing pool? The DT sweats don't count. So sweating is necessary for something to be considered a sport? Sporting is necessary for something to be considered a sport. Okay, what about Mimasi dodgeball? Love it! And you'd call it a sport? Sure, those kids are dodging around like nobody's business. Ah, but they don't get sweaty. What are you talking about? Their heart rates are through the roof! Yeah, but the Herschel Arena is outdoors. That's why the players use breathers, because there's no atmosphere out there. Which means no moisture, which means any sweat evaporates instantly. So? So just because you're not sweaty doesn't mean you're not playing a sport. Hey, okay, okay Streets, kid. I didn't know you were so passionate about pool. No, sorry, I'm just a little touchy. Didn't get a lot of sleep. Yeah, I can tell. You've got that whole eye bag situation going on again. I haven't seen you this worn down since that week Althaw took up morning calisthenics. Right. Maybe I will have some of those C12 gummies. No problem. Have some trochaic sardine oil while you're at it. That'll sort you right out. I'll pass. Thanks. You don't know what you're missing. I'm super fine with that. I gotta say, sport or no, I do like watching the supernova. I never really understood the rules, though. There's so many different sized balls. And the whole asteroid thing? <laughs> Always wanted to learn how to play, but I've never even seen a fully equipped table. Just the old-fashioned analog kind, which is fun, but, you know, way less explody. Well, the egg's got a brand new table with all the bells and whistles. Oh yeah? Hey, that's another thing I don't get. What are the bells and whistles for? Do they get your bonus points or what? Kind of, but you know what? My team's got a league game tonight. Why don't you come up to the egg and hang out? It'll probably make a lot more sense if I explain as we go. We should be getting started around 24.30. Okay, sure, why not? Who doesn't like relaxing with a drink and a game of pool after a hard shift? And speaking of shifts, mine was officially over eight minutes ago. The office is all yours. I'm gonna grab a nap. I'll see you tonight. Okay, see you then. Ugh, here's hoping I won't get any calls. I don't think I can handle anything more strenuous than a vitamin gummy. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, we got a call about four minutes after you were supposed to be here. Preventative maintenance on an 18-gauge wire just off the power core. Be careful on that one. I know your head's a little fuzzy this morning. You may legally be a robot, but remember what I always say. Electricity, Electricity kills humans dead. dead. Got it. Thanks. 
Oh, check it. Where's that sardine oil? Sweetie, Mrs. F. Oh, please be welcomed, dear neighbor. May Althar be offering refreshment? Oh, thank you. Some distilled water would be lovely. But what's this about Johnny? Has he stood you up or something? Oh, no. Althar has been standing up on his own since he was a clutchling. <laughs> That's not quite what I meant, dear. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, yes, make sure to get some right by the stems there. Sometimes the misters don't quite reach. Now, what were you saying about John? Oh, John is a dear friend and most helpful roommate, but he is the last one Althar would be asking if he were to require assistance with the standing up. A great vomiting would certainly result. No, no, before that... It sounded like you were sitting around waiting for him. And you had some questions? Oh, yes! Fred, John, and Althar have been enjoying a shared consumption of early 21st century televisual programs. It is a special interest of Fred, John, and at first Althar was merely participating in the interest of camaraderie. But as the viewings continue, he has found himself most intrigued, and now he can hardly be waiting for the next episode. Why, I understand completely, dearie. That period really was a high point for human TV. Of course, some of it can be awfully confusing, so I'd recommend you start with something simple and straightforward, like uh, Legion or Twin Peaks. And I quite liked Wild Palms, too, even though there are barely any palms in that one at all. And none of them have any speaking parts. That's Hollywood for you. Still, it's quite entertaining. And of course, the humans didn't just make dramas back then. There's comedy, too. I particularly enjoyed the one called V. V? Just the single letter? This is a most unusual form of title for a human work of fiction. That's right, dear. I thought maybe it was the 22nd in a series or something, but no such luck. Still, I definitely recommend it. Absolutely hilarious. Oh, Althar will make addition to his watch list. Thanking you, Mrs. Frondrodox. I'm sure you'll just oscillate your face off. It's utterly absurd. Not to spoil too much, but at one point, these folks are invading Earth, you know, and, well, they just hover their ships in the sky where everyone can see them. Like, hello, humans. We thought before we got on with the secret invasion, we'd just let you all get a good look so you know we're coming. <laughs> Wouldn't want the element of surprise on our side or anything. Other <laughs> <laughs> oh, so is most looking forward to experiencing these human works. Happy to help, dearie. But now Elthar is even more impatient for the return of Fredjan so that the shared viewings may continue. The scheduling of these has become difficult because in addition to the work cycles of Fredjan and his special time with Supervisor Ray's that Althar is pretending not to be sensing with his flexitors... They do get awfully noisy, don't they? There is now the League of Supernova in which Fredjan is participating. 
and be practicing for this also. So the spared time of friend John is much diminished. And now he's left you sitting here all alone? You poor thing. But Arthur is not alone because he is performing the visit with Mrs. Ferrandronex. Oh, would you be wishing for more distilled water or perhaps some geyserite pellets? I'm fine, dear. But I think it's awfully rude of Johnny to leave you in the lurch like this. Melthor has been left in the room of living, mostly, awaiting the return of friend John. Mm-hmm, but, but doesn't that get awfully dull? It has been of some difficulty. The many activities of friend John appear to have diminished his interest in televisual amusement. But Althar's interest is only increasing. Well, there's one easy solution, isn't there? Just watch without him. He can't expect you to sit around here completely unentertained while he gallivants all over the station, now can he? It is true that Althar's curiosity has become most merciless. And Fred John did already make suggestion that Althar continue the viewings in his absence. I'm sure John won't mind a bit if you get a few episodes ahead. And you can always watch them again when he finally gets back, can't you? So it's not like he's missing out on anything. Go on now. You know you want to find out what happens next. Perhaps I thought we'd be watching just one more episode. I think that's best for everyone. Why don't I just see myself out? Hey, mister, does she have ID? Uh, Miss Sophie seems to have left her ID at the last bar. But don't worry, she'll just be having water. I'm just pulling your pedal appendage, HF. I know she's a companion animal. And a good girl, aren't you? Aren't you? What about you? Can I get you anything? I'd love a cold Yttrium City, thanks. Actually, we're here to watch some pool. John around. Sure, he's in the parlor already. It's back there on the right, past the Algerian Ivy feature. Starting to be a real scene in there. I think John's team are between games right now. They're playing a bunch of Delurians. Ugh. Yeah, they're obnoxious, but at least they're putting back the shock seltzer like it's water. That stuff from the commercials? Does it really shock your senses? I guess, if you want to get technical about it. It's a packaging gimmick. The can stores up potential energy and gives you a little static electricity jolt every time you touch it. What's really shocking is that anybody would order that schnes more than once. It tastes like a saccharinoid's necker pit. <laughs> well, no one ever accused the DeLoreans of having taste. Too true. All right, now settle down now, Miss Sophie. No barking. You don't want to make Uncle John miss his shot, do you? Hey, HF. Oh, hi, Miss Sophie. Oh, who's a good girl? Is it you? Is it you? Hey, HF, glad you can make it. Hey, hey, Rose, we're in a league match here. Can the conversation respect my focus? <laughs> you said folk. <laughs> nice. I'll let the cue stick make the conversation on your face. Easy there, John Mac and Robot. Don't let them get in your head. 
This is a gentle being's game. My greatest strength is I have no weakness. I'm gonna bury these bros. Let's bang them up. Wow, intense. Where'd you find him? Robot union meeting. He's a hydroponics manager down in Tau 48. Gotta love that competitive fire, right? As long as he's not yelling at me, anyway. Alright, Mackin' Robot, bang him up! I gotta say, that is a beautiful table. I know, right? This sucker's gravity field is 100% even. We busted out the quantum level earlier. Okay, so here we go. Lesson one, the big bang, or break as they used to call it back on Earth, is how the game starts. You're always shooting the quasar or cue ball. It's super dense, so it stays on its own orbit. You might not want to stand too close there, Martina Navratilova. Wow, look at him spin. That's because of the gravity field from the Red Giant. What's that fuzzy thing? That's a gas planet. It's great for defense. You want to maneuver that sucker in front of your opponent's object ball. Here we go. Nice shot, bro! There's nothing about the way I play that's nice. Wow, he's really good. Yeah, I mean, he's a robot, so he'll literally never miss a straight shot. Is that even fair? Well, his pattern recognition is atrocious, so it kind of balances out. He'll shoot himself into a corner sometimes, and if he needs to make a protoplanet, he'll throw one hell of a temper tantrum. Okay, so those two balls that keep zooming around the table nonstop, those are the asteroids, right? What's the point of those? Mostly to keep everybody on their toes. Now, see that one ball that's always orbiting really close to the red giant? That's the Chthonian planet. It's hollow, so it stays in tight. You cannot be serious! What, what happened? This is what I was talking about. He can't get to the next planet with a straight shot. All he'd have to do is add a little Doppler effect to the cue ball, and he'd have a good chance to zoom right through that nebula, but... Now the next guy can put the cue ball anywhere he likes. That's a big momentum swing. <laughs> this cluster looks like a constellation. <laughs> it's totally cancer. This table's got crabs. Wrap <laughs> 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 it up, commie smarkhead, but you missed. Ooh, this isn't good. See how the ringed planet is on the other side of that gas giant? That guy missed on purpose. And why would he do that again? Because now he's got another ball in hand, and he can... Combo past the Neutron. So, once that's activated, all he's got to do is send it close enough to pulse the Red Giant, and... It'll go supernova! <laughs> wow! I've never seen this in person! And that's Game, Set, Match. And you know the rest. After the supernova turns into a black hole, it sucks the entire galaxy back into it except for the cue ball, and we're ready for another game. You can't be flotting serious! You're the absolute vultures of the galaxy! Trash! That robot got swept. Three games to nothing. I can't believe it! All because he won't play any defense. Hey, John, I'm gonna need you to take over as captain for a few minutes. I gotta get Mac and Robot out of here before he snaps another cue in half. Uh, okay. What should I do? Well, we're getting smoked right now. After my miserable performance to start and Robo Racket Man here getting swept, we're down five to nothing. Odds are we're not catching up. So, just think of it as a scrimmage. Play anyone who's got a ghost of a chance against whoever they put up. 
Um, Mr. Pringle, do you think I could maybe finally play tonight, maybe? I brought my own cue. Vert, not now. Can't you see McEnroe bots in mid-huff? He's about to do the pants on the head thing. John's captain till I get back. Go pester him for a while. Okay. That was pretty sad. All right, acting captain. What's the plan? The plan is to relax and just have fun. It's just a stupid game anyway, right? Yo, we're gonna put up our ace in the hole. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Chad here hasn't lost yet. Yeah, good luck, losers. These holes are gonna be full of my balls. <laughs> These guys really know how to suck the fun out of a room. Suck! <laughs> Suck. All right, WSS dude. Who are you going to sacrifice to the supernova gods by way of Chad? Uh, Bert. Yes, John B. You're up. Oh boy. Oh, okay. Now let me just uh, assemble my cue here. And oops, oops, dropped it. And uh, okay. Oh no, gonna need some rosin. Attention, all on. residents. This is your recreation director box. The fairground's ongoing wave-a-thon offers a range of aqueous activities for all tastes, from slightly damp through somewhat squishy to thoroughly sodden. This cycle's events will include our always competitive Marco Polo tournament, Hosted by Marco Polo Bot, followed by E. Phillips Fox Bot's Fox Across the River Waterscape Painting Class. And be sure to pick up your tickets for Friday's thrilling closing night ceremony featuring Henry Winkler Bot's disassembly defying Jumping of the Shark. <laughs> oh, hey, we got the living room to ourselves. Nice. You'll hear us. So? So, we didn't spend all those creds on anti-grav units to make out on the living room couch like a couple of teenagers. Why not? It's fun. The risk of getting caught. The thrill of the forbidden. The danger of, of uh, puking your guts out. Okay, that isn't fun, but the rest of it, it's like the funnest thing in the galaxy. No, the, the funnest thing in the galaxy is... is... Fun. He's asleep. It's late. It's not that late, and he's never that asleep. Listen, we've been out here like almost a minute, and he hasn't offered us a single beverage or tried to whip up so much as an amused boosh. He's got to be asleep, so come here. I don't know. I was planning on taking you straight to bed. Oh, yeah? You got designs on me? I might have some designs, yeah. I've got a few blueprints on file at least, so if you'll just step into my office... Well, when you put it that way, how can I resist? Arrange, John, and Stella Rays! Please, before you are commencing your architectural meeting, Alvar must share with you most terrible news! Ah, hey, Althar. I told you. Sorry to wake you up, buddy. We're just heading into my room. You can go back to sleep, okay? Oh, uh, do you need us to get you to a med center? 
Do Ultorians get heart attacks? No, friend John, it is not the literal heart, but the emotions of Alfar that are causing pain. Is this not the correct metaphorical organ used to describe human suffering? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Good job with the metaphors, Althar. Althar is thanking you, Stella Rays. But he is having a great sadness and must confess his misdeed to his dear friend, John. Uh-oh. You didn't try making shrinky dinks again, did you? No, dear friend. But Althar has acted contrary to his stated intentions. And now he has betrayed the trust of friend John. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, hey, hey! Don't, don't cry. Please, I'm sure it's not that big a deal. Just tell me what happened. Althar was was following the suggestion of friend John, and he very much enjoyed on his own the viewing of episode 27 of the American Broadcasting Company's groundbreaking televisual program, Lost. And then... <laughs> what is it, Althar? Are you worried about John Locke? <laughs> no, friend John! It was rather the worry for Walter that compelled Althar. It is the button that could get pushed, and thus... Alpha did not stop at episode 27! Alpha consumed another episode! And another! Yeah, sorry I was so late. Tonight's match took forever. Alpha was not even noticing the time! For there were too many twisty surprises and hanging cliffs! The Dharma Initiative has been discovered! And poor Walt kidnapped by pirates! And the Smokemaster with the late 20th century taxi receipt voice is still seeking a translator! And now Althar is committing spoilers! How can friend John ever forgive this treachery? Hey, it's, it's not a problem, seriously. I'll just catch up with the episodes I've missed and then... But friend John cannot be catching up! Not only because Althar has already viewed another nine episodes, but because <laughs> Althar can no longer properly prioritize life functions! He must know what happens next! <laughs> well, don't feel bad, Althar. You got caught up in binge-watching. It's happened to all of us. Friend John is not upset. No, it's fine. I've done plenty of binge-watching in my time. It's totally normal. Look at it this way. You're having a classic human experience. You should just relax and go with it. Oh, this is a great relief to Althar. And he will be most pleased to fully experience the human binge watch without feelings of guilt. But Althar is also having an ambivalence because he does not wish to abandon the shared televisual experiences with friend John. Well, why don't you pick another show for us to watch together? There's literally thousands of pre-on shows to choose from, and you can find plenty of reviews on Hecknet if you don't know where to start. Oh, and Althar has also received the recommendations from Mrs. Frondrinex. Perhaps he can be beginning with these. Uh, sure. Uh, just pick one, and we'll watch a few episodes this weekend, okay? Maybe something British, that way we can get through the whole series in a few hours. 
believed that his binge-watchery has caused no discord between himself and his dear friend, John. Don't worry about it, really. And anyway, it's not your fault I stayed out so late. But Althar, you should have seen John's team running those Delurians right out of the bar. They'd gotten pretty cocky by the time Stella got there. Uh, because they were kicking our butts. Oh, Althar was not aware that the sport of Supernova was one of full contact. Will friend John require additional cushioning on the sofa until he is recovered? I... Uh, no, another metaphor, sorry. It means they were wiping the floor with... Uh, no, that... Um, uh, they were... They were winning a lot. Right, and we were losing a lot. But acting team captain John B. turned it around. And the evening of competition was ultimately victorious? It was. And the team really came together. Amber even scored a point. Congratulations to you from Althar! Thanks, buddy. And Althar is again apologizing for spoiling this happy evening with his distress. Althar, you're way too hard on yourself. She's right. You can watch as much Lost as you want. I'm 100% fine with it. Inconvenience if Althar were to continue his watchings immediately? Althar's usual bedtime is long past, but he is still most ardently desiring to know more of the great conundrum that is the island. And Althar is having many theories he wishes to see proven or disproven. It is Althar's conjecture that the mysterious Mr. Aiko will be the one to finally effect an escape. Not a problem. In fact, you know what? You should go ahead and turn up the TV as loud as you want, right, Stella? Huh? Oh, yeah. Maximum volume. It's the only way to go. Then Alpha will begin at once. Good night to you, human friends. Good, Good night, night Althar. security hasn't gotten any calls from the egg this whole time. Not a single fight has been started yet over that miserable supernova table. Affirmative, sir. Total radio silence from the egg, Commander. Not a single Donnybrook. Nary a melee. Not even the slightest hint of a ruckus. Impossible. They're just keeping it under wraps. Amber? Sir? You've been keeping an eye on the League Knights like I asked you to? I have? Asking or telling, Amber? Telling? It's been totally chill. There's no gambling. Everyone's having a good time. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. You don't like a good time? I don't like clandestine shenanigans. There's something not right about this, and I'm going to figure it out one way or another. When's your next league match? Um, let me check. Second shift tomorrow? Oh no? That's when they're screening Jaws 47 for the Wave-a-thon? Oh, bummer. That is definitely top three of the franchise, no question. Mecha Jaws really kicks some Nazi ass. <laughs> Focus, people! Mark my words, there's never been a billiards table that didn't bring ruin upon somebody. Maybe it's like the fairgrounds curse? But in reverse? What? Oh yeah! Like, everything goes wrong here, except the stuff that's supposed to. Oh, that makes a disturbing amount of sense. Hmm. Frawl? Can you give me a straight answer on something? Is that pool table in the egg going to cause trouble or not? 
It is, sir. Aha! But not for you. Really? Really. Well, okay, then, if you say so. Really? Truly. I don't know what to think about that. Indeed. While you're contemplating, I do have a few items to report. The last of the barbecue sauce has been extricated from the vents in the ultrathermal rumpus room. Oh, good. All of the vibranium boogie boards have now been confiscated, so we should see no further sudden submersion incidents. Great. Let me know as soon as you catch the idiot who was selling those things. Of course, sir. And finally, Dr. Lacerta reports that the casualties of the dynamic entropy yoga session have all resumed a stable molecular state. That's a relief. And you're sure, totally sure, that I don't need to do anything about that billiards table? I didn't say that, sir. Aha! I knew there would be shenanigans. Security, get up to Lamed 3 and be ready to move the slightest hint of a fracas. Yes, Yes, sir. sir! Commander, I don't believe security's involvement will be necessary. It should be possible to avert any incipient shenanigans by dint of your personal intervention. My personal intervention? How? I would advise you to clear your schedule tonight between 25.45 and 26.30 and to oil up Lucille. That's the way the Capel and Cristata crumbles, my friends. Another game? Nah, bro. I think I'm a little too glitched tonight. Yeah, me too, bro. Suit yourselves. Come back anytime you want a rematch. Yeah, whatever. Let's ditch rotisserie chicken. Sounds like a plan, August Brodan. Hey, let's vandalize the men's room again on the way out. Sweet. Wow, we haven't lost all night. We make a great team, John. No kidding. Well, if it isn't the proprietor himself. Oh, hi. Welcome back, you guy you. This table's been working out great, as you can see. I've been wiring the credits over just like we said, but you can take a look at the table receipts if you want. No sombrero. Hey, buddy, settle down. We were just on our way back out of the quadrant. Figured we'd stop by and say hello to our pals at the Electric Egg. And maybe shoot a game or two while we're at it. We got next, actually. Rack them up. Doubles, right? Oh, I was about to meet my girlfriend at the bar, actually. Aww, you've, you've got, got time, time for one more. Come on, John. We're playing lights out. Stella won't be waiting long. We could smoke this, these, them, in a new Baldurock minute. Okay, just one more. Now don't laugh at us, you two. It's been who knows how long since we've played the Gentle Beings game of billiards. Perhaps the opinions of Cisco and Ebot will provide guidance to Althar in his search for a new televisual entertainment to be enjoying with friend John. Welcome to another edition of At the Boobies, where me and my animatronic friend talk about how much of our lives we've wasted in front of the boob tube. 
Well, maybe your life. Yeah, well, thanks for reminding me. All those hours wasted waiting for a real fight to actually break out in Dragon Ball Z. That show might actually owe me a decade. You should have known better. You know what I would have done with those Dragon Balls? Ha, <laughs> you wished for another season of Voltron. <laughs> we actually got that, you know. Yeah. But I would have wished for the other Voltron with all the space cars. They knew where their bread's buttered, Cisco, on the backs of flying robot lions. You can't beat Robot Lion for entertainment value. Of course, the organic variety has its charms, too. You know that people used to buy them on the black market and keep them like pets. <laughs> it sounds like an elaborate, not to mention expensive, method of suicide. Now, I'm not endorsing it, but I binged a show last week about this meth head who just kept collecting lions, tigers, and husbands. Never underestimate what you can do if you just cut out sleeping for a few now, years. <laughs> on a historical note, this was the moment in human TV where the reality show began its inexorable takeover of the documentary genre. It was only a hop, skip, and a Sulu jump to Cake Wars 4, Charlotte Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. So much loss of life in the name of Fondant. I have to admit, those phase two docu-reality shows are hard to take your eyes off of, though. Like watching a transport crack up. Yeah, right? It's like you know it's bad, but you can't look away. Same as pre-contact sci-fi, <laughs> that stuff is just embarrassing. Mm, yeah, you can't blame the ancient humans for not understanding modern technology. Most of it was reverse-engineered from other species. There's no way they'd be able to come up with it on their own. Yeah, sure, but you know what I can blame them for every time on these shows? They, they've got a galaxy full of advanced sapiens, mm. and yet somehow <laughs> it's always the humans who end up in charge. Well, it's not like they had any non-human actors around. What were they going to do? Dumb over a bunch of dogs and pretend they were Fidorians? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, okay, okay. you got to admit, in retrospect, it's pretty obnoxious. And speaking of obnoxious, we're going to take a commercial break. It seems to Elthar that these two hate everything. He is learning only what televisual programs are to be avoided. And now there is further advertising to be contended with. Frustration! Yo, bro. This party's strictly for drifters. No worries, bro. I've got this. Shock Seltzer Bro? Yes! Slam the can that will make your hair, cilia, or tentacular appendages stand on end! Shock Seltzer! And our new flavor, Saccharinoid Nectar Pit, is guaranteed to electrify your sensory apparatus! Really, bro? Yes, literally! Shock Seltzer! Like, literally, literally? Literally, and in no other way. Sweet! New Shot Seltzer. Grab the bar by the pan. Shot Seltzer. Shot Seltzer is neither microwave safe nor refrigerator safe. Do not drink Shot Seltzer if you are pregnant, might become pregnant, or have ever met someone who was pregnant. Some consumers may experience electrical burns or seizures. These are generally mild and usually stop upon ceasing consumption of Shot Seltzer. Do not cease consumption of Shot Seltzer without consulting your physician. Hey, Erase. Can I get you anything? Sure. Uh, Yatrium City and my boyfriend. Is he here yet? Yep, he's back in the parlor with Chip. There you go. Great. Thanks. Changes all you. Hey, folks. Hey, yo. 
Stella, you're just in time to see John beat the zoot suit for the third time in a row. Oh, wow. John's been putting in the time. I guess the practice is paying off. <laughs> Way to go Nova there, champ. Oh, hey, you saw that? Been having a pretty good night. John B. I'm starting to think that's short for billiards. All right, I'm here to take this one home. Just be careful with his hands, okay? We're gonna need them second shift tomorrow. Wow, you guys are way way out of my league. That was some really good shooting. Hey, you think maybe... We could get one more game in before I go? I mean, who knows when we'll be out here again. Might be our last chance for a while. I'd love to stay, but you know, my girlfriend can just throw me over her shoulder and carry me out of here if she gets impatient, so... Sure, sure. I know you got places to be. But you're such a good shot. You've been tearing it up all night. Just one more game. Thanks, but no thanks. Tell you what, why don't we put down a little something to make it worth your while? Whoa, hey now, no gambling on the table. The commander was very specific and loud about that. Who's gambling? We can call it a tutoring session with a cash bonus available for a good performance. And if we happen to win, well, you give us a refund for the bad teaching. That's not gambling, that's just solid pedagogical practice. And you know, it raises the stakes a little, metaphorically speaking. Makes it more fun. Yeah, I don't know. Come on, let's play one more. You know what's better than beating that sorry lowlife on their own table? Beating them on their own table for money. And I know you could use the cash. Yeah, I guess I can stick around a little bit. Stella, you okay with one more game? Shouldn't take more than a couple minutes. Sure, I'll grab another YC. Go get him. Let's Let's go, go, boys. boys. My break. Concourses and share the many wonders humanity has to offer. Next. <laughs> ha! I hate these delicious aqua tank shifts. <clears throat> Is this all your luggage to see? Yup. Name? Donald. Donald S. Rock. Are you a league citizen? Nope. Species? Shark. Purpose of travel? Business. And just what is your business? I'm a, you know, entertainer. I'm booked for the Wavathon closing event. And is this a permanent position? <laughs> I wish. This is more of a side gig. I'm only here through Wednesday, then it's back to the day job. I'm an accountant with Your a- off-station activities are irrelevant to this inquiry, Cassine. Sure, sure. Sorry. I guess I'm an overshare. <laughs> Always running late because I've got one more thing to- Any restricted substances to declare? Nope. I do carry a few appetite suppressants strictly over-the-counter stuff, just in case. Well, you never know. But don't worry, I won't be taking a bite out of you. <laughs> I have no worries on that account, Gassim, as my exterior casing is composed entirely of centrifugal cast molybdenum. Please enjoy your stay at the Human Exchange Concourse and share the many wonders humanity has to offer. Next! Excuse me, come through. Watch things there. No one response, I just wait. What? 
That's not, I mean, what? Sounds like boss man bit it. Maybe that'll be good for him. What? Why? I mean, at first the supernova was fun, but when Chip plays, <coughs> every time he wins, he gets more full of himself. I thought nervous Chip was a pain in the palps to deal with, but cocky Chip uh, is intolerable. The last couple days, he's been walking around here with a head like an Arcturan Zephyr jelly, so he could use some puncturing, if you ask me. I couldn't agree more, Dee. Oh ho! Now I know this is gonna be good. Tick tock, it's come up and so clock. <laughs> Indeed. Shall we adjourn to the gentle being's parlor? Let's shall. Anyone else want a front row seat for this transport wreck? Absolutely. Yeah, I want to be ready to throw John over my shoulder and book if this starts getting stupid. No! How? Wow. I can't, I can't believe, believe it. it. You know what? I'm gonna have these framed. The credits I won from Chip Pringle playing on his own table. What, what a, a conversation, conversation piece. piece. Well, it's been fun, Chip. See you around sometime. Hey, hey, wait a minute. That was a lucky shot. You gotta give me a chance to break even here. Good evening, Mr. Frankel. Ugh, and by break even, I of course mean something that has nothing to do with the wagering of credits. Obviously. Obviously. And that is... That is... Uh... Help me out here, John. I got nothing. Nerds! Please don't expend any further effort on your ham-handed attempts to conceal your improprieties, <laughs> amusing though they may be. I wouldn't bust you for that, even if I had the jurisdictionary right to do so. I'm simply here as an impartial observer. You? <laughs> You're about as impartial as Judge Roy Bean. Hey, simmer down, pal. There's no problem. Because there's nothing here to observe. We, we were just, were leaving. just leaving. Oh, no, 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 no. We're playing one more game. Come on, John. Rack em. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting a bad feeling about this. Maybe you should just cut your losses? No. We just got pants. You can't ditch me now. Chip, if John doesn't want to play, John doesn't have to play. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, no problem. Just me, then. We shouldn't have been playing doubles in the first place. They've only got the one set of arms. All right. Since you feel so strongly about it, I guess we could play just one more. Are we playing for what's on the table, or...? How about... Double or nothing? No. Triple. Fine with me. All right, then. Bang him! That was quick. You went Nova on the break. I've never seen that before. You'll be seeing it again. This is amazing. Alright, that was... that wasn't... You gotta give me another shot. Let's run them back. If you assist. Came back this time? Uh... Hey, can anyone spot me? That Etten just hit the lottery those last couple games. I gotta put him back in his place. My rep is on the line here. Chip, have you thought this through? I don't think that that was... <laughs> don't ruin this for me. I'd let it go, John. Some lessons have to be learned the hard way. Fair enough. Here you go, boss man. Thanks, Stops. Are those... Why are you carrying around platinum bullion? Mad money! You... Okay, fine. All right, you slimy syndicate stooge. Your number's up. 
I've got a stake now, and I'm about to win all my money back with interest. Ouch. No need to get personal, Mr. Frinkle. But I think we got a problem here. See, we play for credits, not coinage. We like to keep on the move, you know. Keep our assets liquid. And those chunks of metal there are very, very solid. Which means you're gonna have to put up something else if you wanna pique our interest. Otherwise, we're out of here with a hard-won credits. Damn it. I'm all out of cash. Well, maybe you have something else you could put up to, to keep, keep it, it interesting. interesting. Fine. I know a lucky shot when I see it. I'll put up anything in here, you name it. Well, hey, here's a thought. How about you put up your glassware as collateral? You mean all the glassware at the egg? Yep. Wow, that seems labor-intensive. Are they going to pack it up themselves? What do you want with my glassware? It's more the principle of the thing. Odd, I would like to get my mitts on some of those flaming champagne flutes. That was a real pip! Okay, my glassware. Against all your winnings? Oh, oh no. no. If you want to win everything back, wow. You'll need to throw something more into the pot. Anything. How about the tables? And chairs. Right, why keep one without the other? Deal? Deal. Let's go. Another Nova on the Big Bang. <laughs> this really is my lucky day. Look on the bright side, Chip. We needed some new highballs anyway. My grandfather drank out of these. To Ruth, just flip that coin and the other side is shiny. All right, Chip, time to pay up. Uh, unless you'd like to play for something else. I don't know, Stuart. He already gave us all his furniture, not to mention the glassware, and that's going to take a long time to pack. I don't know what else you could possibly... Hey, what's that over there? Is that an aquarium, Chip? Way out here in Tea Garden System, you got an aquarium? We'll play it for that, Chip. I mean, come on, folks. That, that's the aquarium. No problem. We get it. You're from Earth, after all. Home of the chicken. We'll just get a few hover crates for the glassware and we'll be out of your hair. Uh, rack em up! Oh. Hey, anyone else getting a little nerved about the directionality here? Nah, it'll be fine. Right, Paul? Eventually. Ha! The Frank is back! Yeah, good one, Chip. Looks like he may pull this off. Nice run there, Chip. You almost had us that time. Almost. Almost. Yeah, I'm gonna F-O. Uh, if any of you zoos want me, I'll be in the back of a storage locker. Somewhere in the Forbidden Zone. Oh, please, theme stops. Have a seat. I can assure you that you'll be entirely safe. And I'd hate for anyone to miss out on the spectacle of your employer's abject humiliation. Come on, Stops. Foob out. You know Frawl's never wrong, and this is going to be a takedown for the ages. Wow! If you'd made that shot, you'd have had the neutron right where you wanted it. And I wouldn't even had a chance to shoot. Back in the day, they called that a break and run. I guess because you could break them up in the game and run home. But for our purposes tonight, if we win this round... No, I wouldn't suggest you try to run. 
Well, now, this has been a lot of fun, Chip. We'd better call someone to drain that aquarium so we can get it up to the loading dock. Why not just tip it over in here? Hey, I never said you could wreck the place. But it's kind of ours to wreck, Chip. There's nothing left in here we don't own. Is, Is there? there? Uh, Chip? Yeah, John. You got hustled, Chip. I got hustled, John. What are you gonna do? I don't know. I can't beat them, and I've lost almost everything in this room. Can't you just cut your losses and reboot? Yeah, new furniture, new glassware, new look. Call it a grand reopening. Maybe, yeah. But something tells me they're not done with me yet. Hey, hey no, no hard, hard feelings, pal. We feel real bad about all this, you know? So, we want to let you play one more game. Give you a shot at winning back the whole Megillah. I'd love to, but you've cleaned me out. I don't have anything else you could possibly want. I don't know about that, Chip. There's always some, what do you call them? Intangibles. Uh-oh. Intangibles? Services you could perform for us. Actions that would be to our benefit. That you might not otherwise be willing to undertake. Yeah, maybe I'll just stand pat. That aquarium was more trouble than it was worth, really. <laughs> you got an interesting definition of trouble, Chip. Oz is a little different. It involves a lot more compound fractures. Oh. So, this is just my opinion, but I think you're gonna, gonna wanna give us one more game. game. And the stakes? A simple favor. It's nothing, really. Literally nothing. That's right. All you would have to do for us is nothing. This sounds like a complicated nothing. Well, you would have to keep your mouth shut. And not cause any trouble. <laughs> While, While we, we walk, walk the zip out, out of here. Oh, bletch! Uh, frog? Wait for it. I thought you didn't care about stops. Did we say that, Stu? I don't think we said that, Frankie. What we said was we came here for business. And the billiards business is good business. But you know what is it? Letting some PBJ get away with quinting out a member of the syndicate? Doesn't matter how penny anti the operator is, if people find out about it, that's, that's bad, bad business. So, we're gonna play one more game. And if you happen to win, well, we walk out of here, you keep your aquarium, and your friend keeps all his knees. But if you lose, we're, we're taking, taking the zip. zip. Hey, listen, fellas, there's gotta be something else we can work out here. There is not. I, I can't just... There's no way I could do that even if I wanted. Stops literally has like royal privileges here. Technically, I report to him. We know all that, Chip. We're pretty well informed. We don't just go blundering into a situation without having all the angles covered. See, it turns out that the little stunt that made this place Zibonaut territory didn't sit too well back in the Imperium. So they're not going to make too much of a fuss if the kid who upended a 50,000-year-old tradition meets with an unfortunate accident. We figure the only one who might kick up a fuss is you. So if we win, that's just what you don't do while we're walking him out of here. Those are stakes. Now, wreck him up. Yeah. Just... Just give me a second. Oh, I can't believe it's come to this. Frawl. Yes, Chip Frankel. Don't you have anything to say about this... this attempted zib-napping? Yes, 
It's hilarious. For all, I am... I am begging you. I didn't hear the magic word. Ah. Would you please help me? Of course, Chip. I already have. You... What? When? How? You'll find out in five, four, three, two... Good evening, Mr. Frinkle. I told you I'd be coming up for an inspection. Commander! I, uh... Well, the thing is... You were right about everything. The table is trouble, and I'm in a heap of it. Honesty on tap at the egg tonight. Is this a new drink special? Well, this is a pretty pass, Chip. Not only gambling, but gambling with the Syndicate. If you lost a bet with them, I'm certainly not getting you out of it. That's way above a simple station commander's pay grade. I know, Commander. I just... Just... They hustled you, smark for brains. They took everything. Even the aquarium. You had some real nice fish, Chip. I don't see what the problem is here. Sure. You may have to tighten your belt a little until you can get back on your feet, but I think it's money well spent if it's taught you a valuable lesson about billiards, gambling, and always taking the commander's advice. Don't you? Commander, they want to play one more game. And if they win, they're taking stops. I see. Well... With his status as a baronet, I can't legally stop you from taking him. We know. But I'll play you for him. What? You? Why not? I've played a game or two of billiards in my day. Besides, I'm a highly trained League of Humans officer. I like my chances. I don't have a problem with that. Do you, Frankie? Me neither, Stu. What do you say, Chip? You good with the commander stepping in? Uh... Am I? You are. I am! Relax, Chip. This'll all be over before you know it. How hard can it be? Just hand me one of those, uh, stick things and we can get started. Ugh, Commander, are you sure you're up for this? It's simple geometry. They were teaching this to ten-year-olds on Earth 2,000 years ago. That's, That's right. right. Easy as 2,000-year-old geometry. We'll even let you do the Big Bang just to be sporting. Now, what were the stakes again? If we lose, Chip gets everything back. If you lose, we, we take, take the, the zip. zip. You trippers always have to say it with both heads at once. All right. Well, here goes. That was just a practice shot. Hey, fellas, maybe we don't really need to do this. What do you say the commander just gives you a free parking pass? Or something, and we call it even. No, no thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank Jones. Come on, commander, you can do it. You can do it, right? Relax, Chip. I think I'm getting the hang of it now. Oh, for me. Oh, so close. Now, let's see here. Oops! Oh man, now they're just flopping with us. We could at least make it quick. My shot again, right? Uh, say, uh, scene... I don't think I caught your name. 
Stuart. Frank. A pleasure. What do you say we make this really interesting? What did you have in mind? How about this? If you win, you not only get stops, but I'll issue you a priority customs order. You'll be able to bypass inspection of any cargo moving on or off the station. A pretty useful advantage for someone in your line of work, yes? That is a very tempting offer, Commander. And if we lose... You give up all your winnings, call off the hit on stops, and the Syndicate agrees to never again set foot on the fairgrounds. You're on. Wonderful. Now, Dee, would you mind handing me that case I left over there? What? This one? Mm. Sure. Here you go. Oh. Oh, off to a good start. Looking spry, Commandante. See this coming. Wow. Hey, Sopon, stand by for a round on the house. You got it, boss. On Frank Stewart. Don't bring your schnest to the fairgrounds. You Team, thanks for being here. We've got a rematch with the DeLoreans next cycle, and you know they're gonna be all chesty after that beatdown Bert administered last time. Yeah, great job, Bert. No retreat, no surrender. But the good news is, we've got a secret weapon. I got a message from the bridge a few minutes ago, and it seems that an honorary team member is going to be coming up to give us a little tutorial on adding Doppler effect without messing up our aim. This should really give us an edge. So why don't we warm up with a couple of scrimmages while we wait? You got it. Talk it up. You really should stay down when you shoot, Mr. Frankel. Yeah? Well, it's a little hard to concentrate when someone's just manifested over the middle of the table. What are you doing here anyway? The commander suggested I join you for practice. You told her there'd always be a spot here for a member of the officers club, unless I'm mistaken. And I'm not. You've got to be kidding me. You know, Frawl's right, Chip. Sometimes you pop up right when you strike the ball. 
You have to stay low and follow through. Smooth strokes, Chin. And stay down. When you shoot, try saying to yourself, stay down for the camera. Cheese! And then I suppose you can imagine that a life form exists somewhere in the galaxy that would have an interest in photographing you, of all people. This is... Well, why not give it a try, Chip? A coach who knows literally everything is bound to have some good advice. At least we bang the balls up so we can get a better spread. Now, check your stance. You corporeal types are sadly subject to the whims of gravity, after all. There you go. Eye on the ball. Don't grip too tightly. Smooth strokes. Now say it with me. Cheese! Listening to Life with Alfar, episode 15. This episode was written by Chris Lee for Gemini Collision Works and starred Barrett Johnson as Alfar, Surrey Washington as Dee, Derek Peterson as Stops, Chris Lee as Chip Frinkle, John Amir as John B, Ivana Cullinan as Commander Toriana, Alyssa Simons, Lieutenant Commander Frawl, Amanda LaPergola as Mrs. Frondernex, and Eli Ganeas as HF, and also featured Jessica Stoya, David Arthur Backrack, Lex Friedman, Ian W. Hill, Olivia Baseman, Linus Gelber, Philip Cruz, Molly Pocket McCaffrey, Anna Stefanik, and Fred Backus. Life with Althar was created by Barrett Johnson and Ian W. Hill. Barrett is the supervising producer, showrunner, and script supervisor. Ian is the audio producer, sound designer, and technical supervisor. The writer's room consists of Barrett, Ian, John, Amanda, Chris, Philip, Lex, and Linus. Theme and interstitial music composed and performed by Anna Stefanik. Life with Althar logo and illustration by Dean Haspiel. Library music and sound effects licensed from Storyblocks. The entire production is copyright 2020 Gemini Collision Works. We'll be back in two weeks with another Tale from the Fairground. But first, let's see how Algar's experiment in binge-watching is coming along. Hey, Althar, I'm home. Are you still up? Indeed, friend John. Althar has been continuing his authentic human binge-watching experience. He's having a great quantity of questions for you when you are having the time to be answering. Sure, no problem. You finished Lost, huh? What are you on to now? Althar has been attempting to make decision. Althar had hoped that his many viewings of televisual dramas would be sufficient to prepare him for the more advanced study of comedy, but so far every early human sitcom he has been watching has filled him with a great sadness. Such is the story of the poor televisual writer with the terrible inner ear condition that is causing him to continually injure himself on his living room furnishings. But Arthur has great hopes for the one he is consuming next. It is most highly praised by every source Arthur has consulted, so it is a certainty that this sitcom could have nothing in it that will make sadness in Arthur. Sounds good. What's it called? Mash!